Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome into The Real Boys, the greatest po- movie review podcast on the face of the earth. And I'll fight anybody who disagrees. I am your host tonight, Mr. Dan Levely from Oops, Caught Me Smoking. And tonight we are reviewing a movie that you, yes, you, the fans out there, have decided to pick out for us. And it is called The Night Comes for Us. It is a Netflix original starring a guy named Joe and some people whose names I can't pronounce. It's an exciting, extremely violent Indonesian martial arts movie. The plot is after sparring, after sparing a girl's life during a massacre, an elite triad assassin is targeted by an onslaught of murderous gangsters. It had, um, it had blood and gore for a really good horror film for a martial arts movie, honestly. And with no real storyline to back it up. And other than this girl needs to be saved. And with that being said, uh, without further ado, let's bring in our panel. And I'm going to start off with this man has 18 podcasts to avoid household chores. Zach Wiseman. Oh, hey. How are you, How's sir? How's it going, buddy? How's <laughs> it going? Doing very well, thank you. Uh, I also do chores, just so you know. And I have a podcast about doing them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like household chores by Zach Wiseman. Yeah, it's loud, but whatever. It works. <laughs> All right, Zach. Uh, we have kind of a unique film that, we, that we're reviewing this week and kind of a little out of our element, maybe. Some of us, maybe. Yeah, yeah it was cool to, to utilize that wheel that Dylan made. He's a, a coder by trade. I don't know if you know that or not. He uh, made, this, <laughs> made this wheel for us uh, full of all the all the movies that our fans and friends wanted us to review and when this movie came up i honestly had never heard of it and uh when i saw that it started sub-zero i was like all right i guess i'll watch it that makes sense now so uh it turned out to be fine yeah yeah not too bad hot take (laughs) it's fine (laughs) fine (laughs) All all right zach we'll get you back in here in a little bit uh now let me bring in um this man enjoys walks in the park Sunsets and hiking in the mountains, Dylan Terry. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> How's it going, Dylan? Yeah, it's going all right. How are you, Dan? <laughs> not too bad. Not too bad. Now, uh, uh, what was your take on this movie? Did you like? Was it? Will you watch it again? I watched it twice for this. Okay. okay. I would rather watch the Raid, Redemption, or the okay. Raid Two, or John Wick, or John <laughs> Wick Two, or John Wick Three. Or it uh, nothing new. Anything else? <laughs> it's it's a splatter action movie. Yes, yeah. It's a splatter movie, but it has like action set pieces. And I mean, I watched it that first time, and I'm like, I don't. I wonder if people are gonna want to like talk about this, just because I'm like, oh my god, it's got people getting their teeth blown in by like po- like pool balls or like yeah, lots of meat awesome. hooks, uh, <laughs> and a lot of like people getting shot and reacting like this. Yeah, there was a little there was a lot of overreaction when they're when they're dying. I don't think anybody yeah. shakes convulsively like that when they die. I have I mean, I don't know. I haven't witnessed it. I keep my eyes closed. But um <laughs> I yeah, I'm with Zach. It's fine, but it felt like someone really trying to be Gareth Edwards. I feel yeah, that one. Yeah. All right, all right. We got two fine so far. All right, now let's let's get you backstage and bring out somebody else. Uh, let's see. If you went on a date with this man, he'd probably spend the entire time telling you that he hates you. Uh, Michael Colby. 
How's it going, Mike? Good. How are you? <laughs> not too shabby. Not too shabby. Now, do you, for a Netflix film, mm-hmm. do you think this is a good film for a Netflix film? I am going to have a controversial opinion on this movie, and I'm going to say it was fine. There, <laughs> that's three fines. There are for the people. <laughs> there are two versions of this movie that I would have really liked. Um, one of them is a 95 minute action movie cut of this movie, mm-hmm. and the other one is a two and a half hour version of this movie with a competent director like a John Woo or a Luc Besant that could make the story stuff look more interesting than it did. But as it were, like as it is, we got a fine, like worse version of both of those movies. Um, Yeah, we'll get into it later. Um, This movie was actually picked um full disclosure this movie was picked by a friend of mine i've been friends with him since we were children um he's a great guy uh he's part of a of of a organization called cosplayers care who dress up like superheroes and go visit like sick kids in the hospital oh nice like great guy terrible taste in movies though (laughs) i think we have like Evil Dead and John Woo are the two things that we agree on. Other than that. <laughs> it's a no go, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this one was, it was fine. I didn't hate it while I was watching it, but I was not having a great time either. All right. Nice. All right, Michael, we'll get you back on here in a little bit. And let me bring up last but not least, this guy pops in and out more than a, a prostitute on a 12 hour shift. Johnny Blaze. All right, I fucked up your name. Oh, it's all good, man. I do Jerry and Blaze, what's going on? <laughs> I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. You might have me confused with Phil, man. I'm not the pop-out king anymore. The title has been taken. The title has been taken. You are correct. <laughs> but I wrote these jokes about six weeks ago, so you have to That'll deal work. with it. That'll work. That'll work. That'll work. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. All right. Now, uh, I, what is your take on this movie? Are you a martial, like a martial arts-ist movie goer? Yeah, I, I love martial arts that. movies. Okay. love martial arts movies, so... I definitely I like this. This took me back about maybe like pre Facebook, pre internet when um, we didn't have uh, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we didn't have like all that all the uh, social media and stuff, and you either had cable or you had like a great DVD collection, and this was one of those. So I was pleasantly surprised, man. I I, w- I was mad about the subtitles, but the action it was too long. Definitely was too long. Uh, but I did, I did like it. I like action films like this. And and then the main guy too, man, he's like one of my new favorite martial artists. So I was definitely excited to see him kick some butt. And then I believe Tony Jai is the other guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been, a, I'm a huge Tony Jai fan. So I knew they were going to have some big showdown. So I liked that. I liked it. Awesome. Awesome. So, okay. Oh, all right. I got, I have some support on here then. I am yeah. also a big, like in the Bruce Lee and, uh, uh, what was that? Umbach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. movies so yeah i'm definitely into all these big martial arts movies now let's get everyone back in here let's bring the panel up here and get the fire off me a little bit there we go there we go Ooh, back to normal was, was that tony was it tony it, john no, in there no no was oh, it tony was it? John? i was asking not was tony asking. john no oh. no that's, that, that was, was that'd be great that was the guy from the raid 
Yes. Tony Ray, Jaa yeah, is, I knew it was him. I just, what, yeah. do you know his, what's his name? No. Yeah, Tony Jaa is from, uh, yeah, Tony Jaws from Ongbok and uh, Pathfinder, yeah. I think it's called. He's, uh, and he's dude, like, Ongbok is great. Ongbok yeah, is Tony great. Is the man, Tony yes, Jaa's. yes. The Protector yeah. and like, mm-hmm. yeah, Tony Jaa is like top tier. He's like up there with Bruce Lee and, and Jackie Chan <laughs> for me. Yeah. Like, I'll watch his movies all day long, but yeah, no, that was not that him. He dude was no slouch, though. No, no, no. no he's, a great, he's a great martial artist, though. He is a yeah. Yeah. He's phenomenal. I've seen him in a lot of films. I can't think of his name. I feel bad for disrespecting yeah. him. Tony Jaw <laughs> looks like a stretched out version of him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way less elbows in this movie for Tony Jaw. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. All right, guys. So uh, we're gonna start off with some with some. Uh, I don't know. I want to say uh, titles. Some texts on a black screen that say at the height God. of its power <laughs> on Buck was oh. my favorite Hanson song. Yeah, we need to get this Nick guy on the show. Like I think he should be a new panel member. Oh, no. I, I like him I like him just hanging out in the comments though. That's not bad. He's, yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Although he does make us look bad when he's funnier <laughs> than we are from the comments. Well, we are he does have a lot more lot time to it's, think about it. It's easier when you're not on camera. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> All right, guys, before we interrupted about that hilarious comment, <laughs> <laughs> we start off We start off with some text on a black screen, and it reads, at the height of its power, the Southeast Asian triad controls 80% of Asian smuggling activities, utilizing the notorious Golden Triangle as their main hub. The triads profit mainly from the trade of illegal drugs, weapons, and human trafficking, keeping the channels free from chaos from outside disturbance. Triad leaders created a small formation of elite delegates, allowing them free reign to imply extreme measures, all in the same order of order and in the same name of order and obedience. There we go. We got it out there. And then we have the opening scene where the huge massacre ensues and the and the beach is slaughtered by people. Honestly, I think you beat up that opening more than anybody in this film got, got beat. <laughs> I agree. Well, I don't know about that, man. There are some pretty badass weapons. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, the opening scene, it's it's like one of those from like almost uh, what, 10 other act movies where uh, it's like you're about to kill the one person and then it cuts to black. You hear a bunch of gunfire. And it's like, ah, dude, I know she said, man, like, wh- mm-hmm. ah, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, that was my uh, question. Yeah. Do you think the girl died? No, at this point, no. So everyone's, no. This, everyone says it, no. This is absolutely every one of these movies. Yeah. Like there was a point where it clicked in my head where I was like, <laughs> oh, this is this movie. And then I predicted literally everything else that happened. Uh, but yeah, no, there was there was zero percent chance that that girl was ever dead. <laughs> Yeah, the only thing that I did not predict in this movie is the friggin' like length. This thing is a slog, I, which is I weird did. because it it's action packed, but it is long. I did it's the same part thing one exactly. and two put together, bro. It's part one oh. and two all all in one film. Whew. Right? Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't think there wasn't a lot going on, but it it took a lot to do what was going on. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There was, like the, a, I, I actually see it being two parts in one because 
right like a little bit after halfway through the movie we're introduced to a new character and it's like yeah, where did that person talking? come from <laughs> yeah right, right. <laughs> but yeah i totally see it being two movies squished together into mm-hmm. one movie yeah now now well uh, we do have a scene with the most grotesque bathroom i have ever seen in my entire life <laughs> wow <That's laughs> you've then you've never been to CC's, no, <laughs> or CBGB's. I don't know. No, I that looks like, like the like, saw bathroom, dude. Dude, I swear, I, I wrote the same thing. I was like, they enter you know, hard cut to the saw bathroom. That thing was <laughs> filthy. It was nasty, dude. That was and, gross. And then, and then we find we find the little girl that was survived by, by the massacre in the bathtub, and then uh, Ito. Uh, Comes stumbling into the bathroom, the main character, Ido, some stumbling into the bathroom and falls on the floor. And so what what do we guys think about this part? Like where he's where this is like, okay, there's a chick in the bathroom and this guy's half dead. He like if you were that if you were that girl, would you think like oh, what the fuck just happened? Or uh Well, she she has a comment where she calls him what, like you've been stupid reckless for three years. So I'm like, okay, obviously this is like a girlfriend or a sister. So I I understand everything that's about to happen. Uh, There's there's a whole lot of awesome people about to come. And then a whole lot of real shitty people are going to come. And then a whole lot of awesomer people are going to (laughs) come. Yeah, that's how this movie goes. Yeah, and then we had the whole back and forth where I have to leave to save you, and she's like, "No, do you have to leave to save me?" Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and that, yeah. and that's that's, and then the whole we thought you were dead scene. Blah blah blah, and who the mm-hmm. fuck is this kid? And no one knows who this kid is throughout this entire movie. Right. Here's a quick question for anybody: Why did they want this kid dead so bad? I understand they wanted the village like dead to like put, to put a message across, but. If this little child is dead or not, does that change anything? I don't think it had to do with the actual child. I think it had more to do with, like, Ito stuck his neck out, so it's to punish him more than it's to to have her actually dead. It has more to do with him than it does with her. So so the whole movie, they were trying to set Ito up anyway. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because when, when you open, uh, well, I guess when you revisit the opening scene later on in the flashback, you see that there are already children dead. You see that there are already kids on fire. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just, it's it's very weird to me. Like, I mean, I guess you need a precipice for a movie to begin, but it's just odd to me that they needed, they wanted this girl dead so bad, and they knew that somehow this would be an Edo thing, but I, I, I don't know, I, whatever. <laughs> just just with him just with him like taking the girl with him yeah it, uh, it had more yeah it had more to do with Ito than but it did with he, but he with killed her. he killed everybody yeah he yeah. did kill everybody how does anybody know that child exists That's a good question well in the yeah. one scene in the one scene the guy does go through his parents or her parents like wallet and sees a picture of the three of them. Uh, this is just yeah. what I'm at, but mm-hmm. that's when he, he goes, Oh, we're missing Ito and this girl. Those are the only two that aren't accounted for. Yeah. Cause I wrote down, I was like, how do they know that? <laughs> yeah. It I was did just, not, from I did a, not know how this girl is it was, such a big deal. It was just from a picture in, in yeah. her parents wallet or in her dad's wallet. That was learned. Don't keep pictures of your family on your person. (laughs) Exactly. 
I should right. keep that it's shit in the wrap. Yeah, pictures in your wallet. wallet. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's some 1997 shit. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's yeah. a Hootie and the Blowfish album. Pictures in your wallet. <laughs> that's that's my big. That's my chain wallet. That's <laughs> a chain wallet. <laughs> All right, so uh, so Ito and his brother that comes into the comes into play. Faith. Uh, they decide they need to get new IDs for Ito and the and the girl to get to leave the country, and. He says, let's get the team together. And his brother says, what team? Because two are dead and two are in prison. Now we have two We have two characters and a kid named, uh, I don't know, uh, it's uh, W-I-S-N-U, Wisnu, Wisnu. So. Wisnu, yeah. yeah wow. and, and, a guy, and a guy named Bob. Yeah. Now, White Bobby. Now, uh, yeah. White, and, Bob. And, <laughs> White Bob. White man Bobby. Yeah. White boy and, Bob uh, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was he white, though? No. No. <laughs> I guess that's character in the movie. I, I just, literally I, guess I wrote down like he was. He was oh, a cool. cool. I, yeah, I wrote, he was uh, good. I wrote down one foot Bob and then scratched it out and wrote white boy Bob. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think it just has to do because he did have lighter skin. I I yeah. suppose that's enough for this movie no. <laughs> to call him yeah, white boy his Bob. Mom was mixed on his dad's side. <laughs> 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 and now uh, Bob apparently has beef with Ito for abandoning him, and Ito calls him a junkie and throws him on the floor. And then Arian is introduced, and the fighting starts. Mm. Uh, now, what is yeah. your first thought on Arian after he kicks ass in the restaurant scene? So, uh, <laughs> I have I have issues with the choreography in this movie. Okay. I have a little, a bit. little bit too, but I'm gonna let Dylan um, go. So I know just a little bit about like stage fighting and fighting on screen and stuff like that. Just a little bit. Cause I've done it for camping stuff, performative fighting and you organize them in like segments called phrases and they're supposed to flow into each other. And the issue I had with this movie is that it does that thing where someone will get hit and everybody will very clearly start posing for the next phrase and launch into the next sequence of hits. Someone will get hit and they'll do that, you know, kind of shake backwards thing. And they're going for the next hit. And you can very clearly tell where they divide the action steps where they were supposed to practice. And something like the raid or John Wick doesn't really have that half a second pause between phrases. Okay. To highlight what he's talking about when the two chicks fight later on in the movie, you can really see what he's talking about. Like. When the when it's like the three chicks are all fighting, you know what I mean. I'm not trying to jump ahead, but just yeah, let's not jump ahead. I have a lot to say about that. No, no, I'm not jumping ahead. What Dylan is talking about, like that fight scene, is filled with it because I was even like that kind of looked weird, and I don't have any of that knowledge that he does. But I just as a normal movie watcher, I was like, yeah, that kind of looked a little setish. You know what I'm saying? Like, hold on, wait a minute, let me get set type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this doesn't this doesn't have any pretense that it's anything but a movie. Like. This is a movie ass movie. Like this is a yeah. movie movie movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, yeah, a, it's a movie to the fourth power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Movie. I, I did like the Best part where. Yeah, I did like the part where he took the chick's head and like slant and headbutted the other guy with it. That was yeah. that, that was kind of cool. And, I, thought, uh, I thought it was kind of crazy that you can like eat the crap out of a girl in a club and get a bottle of wine for for free, but if you call the owner a foreigner, uh, you're probably going to get the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this important. yeah. This fight scene was was very weird. And then like he's got his back turned, and the one like nobody 
has a knife, like has a knife. He has no idea that he's back there, and he just slashes his arm instead of absolutely murdering the man. Yeah, yeah, I wrote <laughs> yeah. That. Uh. And it was so it was so obvious that you know it, this was just so that he could turn around and kick some more ass. Mm-hmm. Like right. now, I will yeah, say, I will was, say though that. The problem that I had with the Mortal Kombat fighting was so many cuts, cut, 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 cut. And I agree with Dylan that the choreography is very noticeable, but I I did like how long they kept the camera to like mm-hmm. show the choreography, to, like, to yeah. let the fight kind of breathe and to give you more space to understand. It it right. also seems like a lot of the blood in this was practical, if enhanced. Like you can tell they upped the saturation, but it looks like they have actual squibs and like little pumps in their clothing and stuff to make it look like actual blood being yeah. pumped as opposed mm-hmm. to just digital blood spatter, which you can human eye can distinguish that like just so easy. Yeah. Right. Okay, and uh then Aaron receives a phone call from some dude I'm a I'm a that speaks English apparently and is told that Ido is has went rogue and turned his back on them. So now Arian is being flown out to find Ido. But first, there's a weird ritual scene with Ido <laughs> and some dude with a bunch of people watching. Yeah, I wrote that. I was like, why is there a sexy meditation scene with watchers in here? What? It's like all of a sudden Zack Snyder took over for like a hot second. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that scene was either too short or too long. I don't understand what was going on there. I guess they were... Uh, uh, Jerry, did you see that scene? Yeah, I was just going to say, man, um, I can say this from a distance because he kicked my ass in, in person, but I wanted to I, I wanted to know why you were standing nipple to nipple with that dude, bro. <laughs> <laughs> y'all was nipple to nipple. Y'all was, y'all was nipple to nipple. Y'all Dude, they were so, and it, yeah. it was, I thought they were about to spar. They should have just let them spar for a second. Yeah. It all made sense. Yeah, I thought anything, another place anything would have made out. Yeah, anything would have made sense there. It's like, hey, let's take our shorts off and lay some incense and then get on a plane. Then we'll get the plane. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, turns, it turns out in the long limo ride with Arian, we find out that the local fishermen in the village have been taking drugs from the triad shipments and selling it to small-time dealers. That's why the village people were killed, and that's why they want the girl dead, uh, to sink the whole boat, per se. So, um, Arian asks uh, what he gets out of it, and he basically shows him a whole bunch of ghettos and says, "All this could be yours." But first, yeah, we're gonna, stop- first we're gonna build <laughs> casinos and hotels and stuff, though. Well, they stop in the middle of a highway, like an exit or something crazy. It's on like, an overpass. Yeah, you know, in like fast lane, they just stop, and he's like, "Do you want all this?" And it's like, "No, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> like I don't like." Th- Do it was I? Like, Let's have a plane ride, and then let's have a car ride, and let's have some walking, and then let's just have another car ride, and then it's like exposition, 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 exposition. It's it was wild. I'm like, how are they just in a high on a highway? The exposition dumps in this movie come at such weird times. Mm-hmm. It's like just huge clumps of exposition, and then like three quarters of the way through the movie, they do like five of them it's like yeah you could have faced these out a little bit more (laughs) it's it's that one moment of calm later on where the operator is hanging out with ito and it's like by the way this is everything you need to know about me and she goes this is everything i know about you this is everything you need to know about me it's like all right this is what we know about each other yeah they do so much like it it 
felt like it felt like three quarters of the way through this movie, they got a completely different writer and director to do something. And they're like, well, we already have the first hour and a half of this movie done. Just make this make sense. And yeah. it was so like off putting that like just a complete 180 from the way the rest of this movie flowed. Like even the directing, like in the fight scenes, the fight scenes looked different at the end than they do in the beginning. And it was, mm -hmm. it didn't make any sense to me. Right. Yeah. All right. On. So I think the plan is to rob a guy named Johan that owns <laughs> Johan Butchery. I don't yeah. think they're robbing him. I think he owes them money. Okay. So I think they're just, I think okay. Ito's just collecting the money that they're owed. Yeah. Okay. They need money yeah. for passage, don't they? Isn't yeah, that for passports and IDs, yes. <coughs> yeah. Uh, so Ito goes to see Johan at the butchery, blah, 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 and Johan is in the back cutting up a person, it looks like, because he's kind of have somebody hanging by his feet. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he's he's totally, yeah, they're cutting up those people. So so he's making some tenderloins out of uh, out of some people food, I guess. And then uh, then as he, as he talks to Ito, he gets... His nose busted, and then holds him, and then Ito holds him at gunpoint, and goes into the meat locker, and then fight scene number two breaks out in the meat locker, where yeah, knives and saws butchers. and all a bunch of a bunch of fun stuff is used. Now this is a way cool fight scene. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I was gonna say, what do you guys think about this fight scene? Which is probably the best fight scene in the whole movie. I think. I I think it's the second best fight scene in the movie. Um. It it rules <laughs> when he cuts that like femur in half and stabs mm -hmm. it into the one guy's face and then yes. stabs the other guy in the heart. I was like, okay, I'm back in. <laughs> like yeah. I'm back in. I was so in and out of this movie. Yeah, but but yeah, this fight scene really got me. It really mm -hmm. got me. <laughs> yeah, they they almost ran out of a prop for this the fight scene like everything was grabbed and stabbed into somebody and it's so crazy because like they do that thing where like one person will attack you a time or maybe two people attack a time but if you watch the people in the background there's like they're just waiting they're yeah, waiting for their yeah. turn to fight somebody and it's <laughs> but dude this this fight scene was crazy <laughs> i like how dylan muted you but you're going I meant to mute myself. No, <laughs> no he was just no, he, he was just being quiet for one. Oh, okay. No, yeah, no, he didn't oh, mute me. Okay. Just, if, if you look in the background of the majority of fights, there are just people just like yeah, 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 just, just standing went, there just waiting, waiting for their turn. Yeah, it's like, get, get in there. Go, go, go. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, get in there. And uh, uh, I did. I did write. Uh, bone saw versus bone was a harder <laughs> fight than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it That's the subtitle to this movie the night comes for yeah. bone saw versus bone it take a little while to cut through that bone with that bone saw yeah oh like, i thought i thought the subtitle for this movie was the night comes for us it's longer than it than expected the night comes for us yeah. eventually eventually <laughs> yeah nope, the night comes for us nipple to nipple, yeah. <laughs> nipple, to nipple. give me some incense <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then after the after the fight goes after the fight goes out and goes out and is finished, Ito ends up getting tased and captured. And meanwhile, Bob and Shantai, I think your name is, go to the elevator and the gangsters show and the gangsters show up and get in the same elevator with them. And then Bob pushes Shantai out and kills everyone and then goes back to the apartment. And yeah. 
and then he get uh and then he gets lit up lit up with a bunch of bullets and then fight scene number three breaks out and then faith and bob killing everyone <laughs> yeah this yeah, was I, crazy yeah this one was like I, this is where i start putting in my predictions <laughs> for what's gonna yeah. happen <laughs> And then everything like comes true. Like I have one of these guys dies here, probably Bob mm-hmm. and Bob obviously never makes it out of the apartment. Well, he makes it out of the apartment, but not out of the building. I just want to understand. Well, he gets lit the fuck up with bullets, but why doesn't Bob die? He's got the clean, fl- the floor, yeah. wet the- floor sign underneath, which is made out of steel. Oh, the hardest okay. wet floor sign. <coughs> uh, right, real quick, Dan, do you want to uh, give Dylan a little talk out? Dylan's got to oh, get yeah. out of here. All right. Uh, yeah, Dylan, real quick. Um, what did what did your overall think? What did you overall think about this movie? And give us your reels, real quick. I mean, I kind of laid it out at the beginning. It's fun enough. Yeah. But I don't know that it's like interesting enough. If you're into kill gags, if you're into like, that's me, Dan Lovely. Um, if you're into <laughs> <laughs> if you're into kills in action movies that utilize like funny props like billiard balls or the gl- shattered glass on a window pane, mm-hmm. there's some fun stuff in here. It feels a little too extreme to put on in like a movie night situation unless you preface it with like this is a splatter Singapore action movie. Indonesia, um, yeah. Indonesia, my mistake. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I'm, you know, it, it's fine. I think I'm probably going to give it a five, five out of 10 straight down the middle. It doesn't do anything that I thought was particularly like innovative. Um, and it wasn't put together as tight as I would like my action movies to be put together. Yeah. That's what yeah. I got. All right. Understandable. Um, uh, go ahead and give your goodbyes, Dylan. Yeah. Tell everybody right. you love them. Um, <laughs> uh, if, if, if I love you, you know. Um, so I'm. My name is Dylan. I'm part of Some Nobodies. You can find me online at Some Nobodies or Vorpal Words is my personal handle. Talking upstream, twitching upstream. Real boys here, several times a week, and uh, I got various other stuff that's going on. That's all I got. Bye. All right, bye, everyone, say bye, Dylan. Bye, bye Dylan. He, he, bye, he's already Dylan. gone. He's like, yeah. thank God, this movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he kept telling people he had dates, so who knows. and then uh we had another fight scene that breaks out fight scene number four in faith and 50 gangsters uh lots of screaming lots of blood going on here um bob's a badass we've established this Mm -hmm. because he just doesn't die for some reason he's like he's like a zombie in the walking dead and then ito wakes up on in an armored van filled with soldiers and somehow again fucks everyone up like this Edo this, is fucking amazing. Yeah, this this <laughs> actually, I, I, I'm very into this with with the police and like because they have so many, like the use of things that aren't guns in this movie to fuck people up mm-hmm. so bad. Like when they use guns, it's like way too many guns, and it has to be you know sixty guys shooting four thousand bullets into one person. So the use of the other stuff, like the, like when he stuns that guy, yeah, when he like uses the (laughs) stun baton on that guy, like right underneath his chin and like these tight spaces fight scenes are so cool to me. Mm -hmm. 
and this was this was a very good one. Like the back of a police truck while he's handcuffed, like is very cool. Yeah, it is cool until the grenade goes off. And if you notice <laughs> that it was dry cubes of meat that fall on the ground, like at, there's so much blood in this movie. But for some reason, when the dude blows up, it is just hunks, like literally just cubes of meat just flop onto the ground, which I thought was <laughs> so, so funny. But yeah, I, I wrote down electricity, guns, or grenades. Always a yep. good fight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always a good fight. Always a good fight. And then we have, uh, I think we have two more characters, a blonde woman and an Asian girl with a cheese cutter attached to a ball bearing that fucks everything up. Now, this is probably my favorite up with character. <laughs> she is probably my favorite character in this entire movie. Yeah, uh, she is cool. But first, let's take a head oh, count the, real quick. Are you talking about the lady with the cheese cutter? Yeah, with the ball bearing. Oh, that, yeah. that character, that character in all of these movies, the lady who like gets off on killing people always yeah. drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. She's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's like, it's like cool. The first 40 times that you see it, but then it's like, all right, we have one of these in this movie. This is, <laughs> this is the epitome of every one of these movies. Uh, I mean, maybe I've just seen too many of them to like, but the lady who gets off on killing people is like the most played out trope in these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the weird. Okay. So my, the thing is, are these guys that scared of the six C's or whatever that they're willing <laughs> to just watch all of their dudes get slaughtered just so they can murder a child. Like mm-hmm. it is 30 guys are watching Bob and uh, uh, whatever. Uh, 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 oh crap. Faith. 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 No, F- F- Fita. Faith? Faith? Yeah, I, I've been yeah, calling it Faith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think it's F-A-T-I-H, but whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just like, I, yeah, I was these, saying Faith the whole time, too. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Bobby and Fida for some reason. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, which is so wild to me that, A, these guys just will keep doing this job. I don't understand. They're getting paid so much or they're scared. But, number two, this movie does a really weird thing of giving you very interesting characters without anything else with it like it's mm-hmm. almost like one of those big hit or a smoke and aces movie where you're like everyone's cool looking here but nobody means anything like you know like the girl with the ball bearing like yeah, she's cool who was she i don't know the girl with the kukri knife with the side shape is cool who was she i don't know like oh, no. the, the the old dude in the in the elevator when the grenade goes in there he seemed like he was probably somebody i don't know he was yeah. nobody but it's right. so weird this, this how was... this movie works this was what I was. This is exactly what I was talking about when we did uh, without a movie that uh, Michael B. Jordan movie. Oh yeah. Um, when without when I movie. said that all all of these characters needs to have a specific look, like yeah. this is exactly what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not gonna do much with your characters, you have to have them, you know, be cool looking. I think yeah, those... this is. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think those two characters like played a, a big enough role to do where they deserved a name, though. That, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they went the exact opposite of, of Without Limits or Without a Premise, whatever that movie was. Um, <laughs> right. But where like, these people were so interesting, but they just weren't individualized. Like, oh, they're the cool person number eight. Let's see what cool weapon they got. You know, it, mm-hmm. it was right. almost like you're watching a video game movie. 
Bro, yeah, I was exactly. literally like waiting to say that. I was going to, when you were talking about how the characters were, like, it was like, okay, this person's badass. I just equated them to like the boss at a stage of a video game. And then like, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, the other, the dude that he fought at the end was like the main boss. It was like Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. Sega oh, type old school, like it, yeah, no, it was like were, a movie of that, though. Really, yep. yeah, yeah. They yeah. they were totally bosses, like they were totally video game stage bosses. Yeah, exactly. Like I would love to play. I would play the fuck out of this. Oh, game. that would be awesome. Oh, this would be awesome. <laughs> awesome game. Absolutely. Right. Okay, now now we have the blonde woman that just mows through everyone one by one, and everyone just stands there and waits for it to happen. And we have Bob that tells Faith to to go. He's like, "Go, dude, I got this." He's like, I got this shit. And then Bob, it's again, is a badass, but gets fucked up quickly by the blonde women with no name. Mm -hmm. And now we go downstairs, and I think Wisnu, Wisnu is getting messed up by the cheese cutter lady. Mm -hmm. Again, no name. And just when Faith and the little girl are about to die, Arian shows up and turns his back on the assassins and quickly does work of the cheese grater lady. Yeah, I don't understand any arc that he that he plays in this movie. I do not understand his point of view whatsoever. Uh, but I wrote down that he comes in and hockey players her. So yeah, <laughs> like he just goes to like put her shirt. Was like huh, huh, huh. <laughs> uppercut, uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, now, do you guys think that Aaron was just waiting for the right time to show up? And if he was, why? Because he Once was outside again, I, during the whole fucking thing, I, I do believe. Like in a yeah, car, I, chilling. I don't understand. I, I Throughout the whole movie, I kept saying, is he good? Is he bad? I, I don't know what he wants. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. I yeah. I, no. It, and then they, they shoehorn it in at the end. Like, yeah. but you still don't, like, you know where, at least where he came from but you never know what he wants. Like what is, I mean, you know what he wants, but why is he doing things the way he's yeah. doing it to get there? Because if they were all tight and they were tight three years ago, which is when we had that flashback and mm -hmm. we know that they have been tight for three years. What was it about Arian that, that made Ito not like come back or I, I just, I don't understand what this guy was doing. Because like right. either either he wants Ito dead or he wants to kill himself or he wants revenge for something Ito has done. Like I really have no clue what Arian's point of view is through this entire like at the end of the movie, and I'm not gonna tell what happens yet, but you know, you're like, is is he gonna help? Is he the big bad? Is he gonna do you know, what? <laughs> Yeah, no, right. because because I've seen this movie so many times, not this particular <laughs> movie, but I've seen this movie so many times, yes. I knew exactly what was going on. And I, that might be that might be what they were counting on here was like you having seen a bunch of these Hong Kong action movies like your John Woo movies or like all of these Yakuza movies. It, it's it's just those. So I think they're they're. But my question is to know what was why, going on there. But why would Arian stop the hit the hit people from mm -hmm. killing Bob and and Fati or whatever? Exactly. Um, That's kind of my, all right. So I think like, I, I think I think his whole story arc or his whole storyline is 
he's caught between they all used to be a crew. So he's like, okay, that's my boy. That's my, all my crew on one end. But yeah. the triads see all this potential in him and they're like, dude, you're going to, we, we want to promote you fast. You are on the fast track. So he's stuck between loyalty to my, my former crew or this, this life in the triads where they tell me I'm on the, I'm on the fast track here. You know, the bosses mm-hmm. love me basically and everything. So I think that's where mm-hmm. you kind of see him, him like kind of like kind of betray and then kind of go back. Cause then like he mm-hmm. betrays him and then he go has a meeting with him and he walks away from it. So it should be, I yeah, thought right. was over there. Mm-hmm. Me mm-hmm. too. And I was like, Oh, there's 10 minutes left. Nope. 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 Not over yet. <laughs> but yeah, then we, we have that, uh, that parking lot scene with, with, uh, faith and, uh, the little girl, like fighting a bunch of people, a bunch of bad guys in a part in a car. And, uh, apparently this car is bulletproof because it gets, it gets lit up pretty good. <laughs> he gets and lit nothing up pretty happens. good. Yeah. And, uh, faith, I, 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 Okay, so the, the note, the note that I have here is, it has nothing to do with anything. I just thought it was funny. Everyone who got run over in this scene deserved it because he's coming at them from like thirty yards away, and they're just standing mm-hmm. there oh, shooting yeah. at him. Waiting. If you for got it. run over in that scene. I don't feel bad for you at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So no, we're talking about this scene, and. So he fights and fights and fights. He realizes he's like out of bullets and has one cigarette left and he's going to die, right? And mm-hmm. he grabs Reyna and he goes, listen, I have this plan. <laughs> now, watching this scene play out, what was his plan? Go hide under a car until people find you and kill you? Because she's one car over on the ground. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for a mysterious sharpshooter lady, she would have died. Yeah, Bad plan. Terrible yep. plan because guys like, yep. well, I'm gonna go kill myself. You literally hide right there, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then sharp. And who's sharp, lady? Who, who that's she? Uh, my yeah. exact note is who is this lady? That's yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say too. Who the hell is this lady that shows up and just mows down everybody with a fucking sniper rifle? Yeah, because it was like pap, pap, pap. I was like, oh, cool, Shinto's back, right on. No, <laughs> no, maybe, yeah, maybe no, I thought it. Yeah, I no, thought it, it was going to be like his girlfriend who who was a secret badass. Nope, yeah. not her. And then no, like, no. Uh, where did she come from? Why she, does she have she, a visor that turns clear to to <laughs> tinted with the push of a button? Yeah, this is this is where the the part one and part two were smashed together was the yeah. introduction of this lady. Like if this would have been in part two and they could have fleshed her out a little bit. Cool. But the, the way yeah, it I is just, now, mm-mm. I really have no idea. That kind of marketability. I wonder, uh, I might've missed this comment. I'm not really sure when that, when it, <laughs> I, uh, I, I have no right. idea what he's talking go. about. I got, I'm sure I got it's really, hilarious though. <laughs> I know. I, I, I got really angry by when, when this guy told her, he's like, I got this plan or he's like, I got to tell you something. And then I saw that she was on the ground. I'm like, dude, what is happening? And then all that he tells her is don't look back. Yeah. Right. Maybe no no regrets. Maybe he called the lady, but probably not. I don't, I I don't see why he would have, but that's the only thing I could think of that would be any reason why he would know that she would be safe hiding under that car. Yeah. No that, that, but but that is a stretch of my imagination. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that that's insane. 
but yeah, that that could that cool ass fight scene that with the car scene ends up with Faith getting like lit the hell up, as we say, with the last with some song playing in the background and a cigarette in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And then we and then Aaron shows up, and I believe we're at the final scene, the final fight scene of the movie. Or wait, no, uh, the no, the the girl comes in, mows everybody's down, and takes the little girl. And now yeah. they're they're riding triumphantly into the into the sunset well, with the little girl. Here, here's here's my next note. I wrote Ito calls Shinto, and then he gets real angry, angry enough to punch light bulbs. So I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah, I kind of he was, oh he was laying he was those down as, uh, for them to step on uh, when they came through the front door as booby traps. Did that like, ever no, did it ever come back? No, never, no, never had, no. never worked. Like, because that, no, that a it, who came in. She, you know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. they do show they do show him laying down broken glass at the mm-hmm. door frames. Yeah, but like all of these guys are wearing shoes. It's not like they were barefoot. Like, there's no reason that the glass would have hurt them. I have yeah. no idea why. I think it was maybe to wake him up if he fell asleep. Then that's the only okay. other reason I can think of. Yeah, and then right. my next, and then my next, do- my next note is. Arian's having so many nightmares that he covers all of his stuff with plastic. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't I don't remember what was going on there either. Dexter uh, scene right there. That's a, yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. It was it's a Dexter murder room, but why? And then I got we get some more exhibition from six C's from old gray hair. Yep. I don't know what's going on in this movie. The chill, uh, yeah, the like, storyline is hard to keep up with. Yeah, and then but, it's like Ito's reminiscing when he almost gets shot. Yep. I don't understand that. And then I wrote the scariest butter knife fight ever. Yeah, that was, that was so clearly a butter knife. They showed that mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah, Yet every time it made a noise, it was like shink, 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 shink. shink. Yeah. Like, chink, chink, chink. yeah, they weren't trying it's to hide, but it was a butter knife. No, no. <laughs> I, think, I think it was to show that anything could be a weapon with these guys. But right. nobody got stabbed with it. Like it just fell to the ground because mm-hmm. it's a butter knife. Mm-hmm. I th- yeah, I think the whole point of this of this movie was let's see whose ass we can kick with what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let's just find random yeah. stuff and kick people's asses with it. Yeah, and then we missed something in the final fight that I'm going to talk about that drove me absolutely fucking crazy. <laughs> what you remember that scene out of? Uh, I can't remember which Riddick it was. I think it was maybe the third one where uh, he. Uh, killed the dudes with the tin cup and the key. Yeah. That's what this whole movie was. Yeah. Like, like yeah. watch me kill people with like the most minute stuff. I'm going to get a ballpoint pin cap. And yeah, it's like an Indonesian Jason Bourne. He goes, give me a magazine. I can do something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's going to throw a paper clip into a fly like bullseye at the end of Daredevil. And then I wrote, uh, Raina is a very deep sleeper because. That is a huge fight scene, and she's just chilling. <laughs> and then, uh, yep. and I think she reveals herself and doesn't kill him, but tells him everything. It's I I I kind it's, of hate this movie. I I think I'm very slowly starting to hate this movie. Yeah, as as time goes on, this is getting worse and worse and worse. As yeah, we I talk think the about problem. It. I think the problem with talking about it is that talking about it we're just talking about these inconsistencies and it's not being broken up by these fight scenes which were very cool like yes. you can't forget how cool these fight scenes were that's like the only this reason is- this movie exists is for the absolutely fight scenes, absolutely yeah. this is a this is a fight scene movie 
that should have been edited down to 95 minutes to make yes. it a fight scene movie. Definitely. Yeah. And I was now, like, uh, oh, cool. Now there's a flashback to Bobby doing drugs. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, yeah, we're fucked up with that. We didn't even need that entire scene with the flashback or anything like no, that. No, because we did yeah, we already knew all of that. But like I said, yep. this is where this is where the movie starts to go completely different than it's been the rest mm-hmm. of the time. Yep. And, yeah. and I'm it it really felt like they said, All right, you know, make what we already shot make sense. Right. So that's what they started doing. Like that's what it felt like. And I watched yeah, this. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing a second time. I just watched parts of it to see because uh, you know, with the with the intense action and the subtitles and taking notes, I was like, maybe I missed something. But on yep. this, like as I'm watching it, I'm like, no, I didn't miss anything. <laughs> this is this is what this movie is. Right yep. now, now we did have like a sweet father daughter moment in the movie too. Again, with Ido and. Uh, Arian, I guess, or Rayan, whatever the fuck her name is. The 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 familial thing with all of those guys and her, like how she's calling them uncle, everything. Don't like mm-hmm. it, it's not earned. Like no. that was okay. not earned by any of this stuff. Like the first time she calls him like Uncle Faith or whatever. Uh, I was like, eh, I don't think this was. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And Uncle Bobby did this. And it's like, then yeah. maybe you should have shown that. Right. That means if, they pulled her aside and told her, I'm your <laughs> uncle. This yeah. is also your uncle. Call us uncle. We're yeah, say, but oh, she's, no. Your uncles. Yeah, no, but gross. it's not like she was. It's not like she was three. She was like 10. Right. So yeah. it's a little bit late for some dumb shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, then we go back. Arian is replaying everything in his head in a hotel room. Knock, yeah. knock. It's a buttload of gangsters and that he tends to work for. That's the triad part where Michael was talking about earlier, where he actually got out alive. And then a dramatic pre-fight scene with Ido, who then is attacked in his room by the sniper lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't understand this. Like, so I, does she want him dead? Because she also gives him like a bag that's, of bombs. Yeah, that's the thing I was thinking about. Is like, who is she trying to kill? Like, I, is she trying to kill that, the people and help these guys help Edo or trying to kill Edo and help the other ones? I don't understand. No idea who this chick is, but uh, I mean, she's cool. So, uh, and, and Edo's like, you, you gotta save this girl, Reyna. Yeah, right. Johnny, she's, were you high or Jerrion, Were you high enough? to understand what was going on in this movie. Yeah, man. Like I said, I think this is just purely like, Hey, you like fight scenes. You like martial arts. Here it is. Here's two hours of some dope fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot so, of plot for you. So that's kind of why it's like for guys like us who are breaking it down like this. And like you said, we're talking plot and it's 90% fight scenes, 10% plot. Yeah. And right. I think, well, see, I, I think the problem was too much plot. Like, yeah, we're yep. we're trying to cram some yeah. plot into here, but but none of it makes any sense, and nobody was asking for it. Mm-hmm. Like I was not asking for any of this triad shit. <laughs> I would no. have been very happy with with a guy saves a kid from getting killed in a village, and yeah. you know, then we yeah, have look, we, a bunch of fight scenes. What yeah, I don't like, get is, all... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I cut you off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Like why is why is Ito all of a sudden turning good after like years and years of killing people and for no fucking reason all of a sudden one little girl is going to change his mind? 
that that the girl doesn't really matter. I I, I don't girl, understand. <laughs> there, yeah, the girl doesn't weird, matter at all. There's no. a weird amount of plot and then a weird amount of missing plot because, like, sure, I, I we have all seen the Mandalorian. We all known uh you know Lone Wolf and Cub. We understand how the dynamic of this is gonna go, but. Why is there like six extra subplots in here about yes. like them having a backstory that they don't explain very well, uh, having characters that they don't explain very well, all to save a girl that I don't know if it actually matters. Like I, there was even a point where I was like, oh, this is so-and-so's niece. I didn't realize that. And I'm like, oh, no, wait, she's just calling everybody uncle. Like I don't, right. I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah then we're right. about to get to the, one of the coolest parts, but the longest part, which is when he, uh, very clearly tapes the book to his body and then walks mm-hmm. to a pool hall. It's like a, it's like a mess hall or something. It, something. Uh, it, I don't, uh, is it a bar or a, like a, like a, a rumpus room? It's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like a hangar type mess hall type bar hangout. Yeah. Spot. Lounge. Yeah. Uh, it's, lounge. <laughs> it's where like, it's where <laughs> the foot clan hangs out. There should be like a skateboard yeah. pipe on the side. I have right. exactly I have exactly one note for this fight scene and it's this looks like that Rumble in the Bronx fight scene but directed mm-hmm. by Eli Roth. Yep. <laughs> like yeah, I can see it, that. Like this guy is Jackie Maybe. Channing all over the place and then just the gore like I think this fight scene had the goriest shit that that he's doing to people. It mm-hmm. was like it's the- it was really weird to like separate because I'm looking at a fun fight scene with a pool table and, you know, all this crazy stuff. And then he's just smashing people's faces in with pool balls. Yep. <laughs> and it's it's really, yeah. it was uncomfortable to watch. And they do that weird thing where, like, sometimes he can tell a punch is coming from behind him and he can duck out of the way. Sometimes he'll just let his back be exposed to 30 people who cut it up real fast. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't understand the di- – like, it's like somebody wrote a very cool – like you said, a Jackie Chan fight scene because he gets the guy on his back starts swinging him around when people are cutting him up. But then they go – they also watch the Daredevil series and they go, also let him get beat up a little bit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so he, has to, like, he has to really take some, take some stuff – but yeah. it's it's really I don't know. All that was so weird. Yeah, the amount the amount of like back exposure that these trained martial artists allow themselves is unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wrote I wrote elevator scene with dudes. Why wait for a bomb to go off before shooting? So like it's that thing where like you're you're holding a gun at somebody, yep. and then a, a bomb comes at you and you stare at the bomb for a second. You're like Mm-hmm. Come on, dude! Mm-hmm. Like you have a gun at the guy, whatever. I was absolutely um, wondering why he wasn't shooting at her, you know, because he knew that that bomb was going to get him. Yeah, so, but he did. He had two or three seconds while it was rolling towards him. Yeah, he could have blown that lady away. Right. Uh, and then I wrote, then the hook, then a shotgun. After burning dudes, why take the book off? <laughs> like. <laughs> You know the fight's not over yet. Why take right. your only protection off right now? Right. Well, he's well. The fight's over for him for a minute because then he got uh we got the uh, sniper lady fighting the blonde woman downstairs and the cheese the cheese cutter lady that I guess that is not dead, which I thought she was. Uh, decides to use the cheese cutter and the blonde woman decides not to use the knife because they're both fighting the sniper lady and they're like, let's yeah. not use our weapons. Because we might hurt each other. Yeah, yeah, this was 
this was, I thought, a very cool-looking fight scene, though, mm -hmm. uh, because we're fighting in that tight, again, the tight hallway, mm -hmm. but this one is full of blown-up corpses, so we're, like, tripping over legs, and, you know, we got people with their with their chests blown out and stuff. So this is a this is like a very intense fight scene, and it's these three who are uh, who are you know known to be badass fighters in mm -hmm. this movie. Um, so yeah, this was this was a very cool looking. I think this was the most interesting looking that this movie got. Yeah, was this but, this fight scene with these like corpses strewn all over the place? Yeah, this is yeah, my favorite fight scene. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I had so much fun with like the, the the set and the props in this. My only problem with this is that for some reason, the director decided to put a close up shot of a bug zapper as a fly yes. is falling into it yeah. in the middle of an amazing fight scene. It's like, dude, what is this? A show speed? What what am I what am I doing here? Why why is this here? Why? Yeah, this and then over again, two hours long. Yeah, again, this was one of the things where it's like, this was not in the rest of this movie. Why are you starting? Yeah. You know, if you put shots like that in through the first hour and 45 minutes of your movie, then it makes sense in the last 15 minutes of your movie. Just like in this next fight scene we're going to be talking about, mm -hmm. they start using slow motion during yeah. the fight scene. You have not used slow motion one time in this movie. Why are you using it? Like, why do they keep throwing this extra stuff in? Right. This is when the it, third it, director started his mark. The third director yeah, was the like, third okay, director. Look, He's like, I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot. I want a. I want a panel. I want it to swivel. Bug zapper. Boom. They know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in, in in between the girl fight and the final fight, you get one of the stupidest movie tropes that I that I think exists, which is where you have uh, the guy who every single person wants dead inside the scope of a sniper for seconds mm -hmm. until somebody shoots the sniper, <laughs> and it's the guy who wants Ito dead. Yes, what the fuck does Arian want? Does he you just want to do it himself? You just yeah, killed the guy that was going to kill the guy you want dead. <laughs> he was about to be dead. The movie could have been over very quickly, but it's like, no, I'm going to kill you, another person who I think works for him, and because I need yes. to do it myself. Uh, but then, then after that, you get into a very weird fight. Where, <laughs> uh, if you have to fight, you get weird slow motion. And then there's one scene where Ito has <laughs> his hand on his own face, and then Aaron. Punt. He gives him the "Why you hitting yourself?" like <laughs> yeah. to knock a tooth out. <laughs> yeah, and then the tooth goes flying out in slow motion for no reason. And this Ugh. is not the first tooth that Ido lost, and none of the other ones were in slow motion. Right, no. but this was. I have uh, my first. My first note for this is Chekhov's giant wrench, because we have used so many crazy things in this movie as weapons. And they yeah. show these two giant, like a giant monkey wrench and a giant like torque wrench mm -hmm. hanging up. And we are fighting on the, the workbench right in front of these things. And they never use these giant wrenches. And it drove me fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, are you actually... showing me these giant <laughs> wrenches and not using them <laughs> right. in this, in this, in this movie that, uses everything as a prop. You have really cool props and you're just going to let them hang on the wall. Fuck you, movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like... Oh, go ahead. 
I, I was like, I, I have two more notes written down about this movie. Uh, the first of my last two is boy can bro punch a chest. And then the second one is I hate this movie. No more notes. <laughs> no more notes. <laughs> the, but I, dude, I he was a... punching chest. Like, he's like, brat, brat, brat. But like, you're, you're not even doing anything. Like, he, he, whatever. Yeah, yeah he I'm... also... He also kicked that steel beam. Yes. And it did look like he snapped his femur in half. But then the next scene, he was just walking on it. He was fine. Yeah. Like, I I swear I saw his femur break in half. Yeah, yeah. He, he kicked it and it looked like you he broke it and then he like flexed his foot like he had a charley horse in his and it was fine. Like you said, yeah, it's over with. That was it. I got it. That was it. I got that. My leg hurt when he kicked that steel beam. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, you know, it's tree. That yeah. hurts. That, yeah. Well, that was the only thing this whole movie looked like it actually hurt though. Well, except yeah, right. for except for the exacto yeah. knife. Yeah. Yeah, Oof. that that razor blade into the side of the face. And when he bit that thing off of there, I was like, oh God. Oh. Yeah. Also, for, like, for dude, Eno was getting it. stabbed in the chest so many times, dude. Like, yes. he was getting stabbed so many times. Like, you got shot maybe two, three times. He obviously took a grenade in a closed quarters, but he was just getting stabbed over and over again. And it's like, no big deal. No big deal. I'm just getting stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just getting stabbed. Who cares? Just getting stabbed. I'm fine. I'm Edo. But yeah, that yeah. final thing where it's like the 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 knife in the mouth and then <laughs> and then in the throat. It's like, how is this movie going to end? Right. <laughs> Please. End. And of course, <laughs> and of course, it ends with sixty guys shooting four thousand bullets. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, uh, Sniper lady drives off with Rayan and to greet Edo and leaves Rayan to watch. Ito die in the street, pretty much, which was stupid. Yeah. But he doesn't die. Surprise, no. surprise. He does not die. In fact, not he right puts away. Rayan on a boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the movie ends with him going full speed into a firing squad. And then that's it. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Now, this is like I, uh, like I said, this movie with. I. Uh, you know, I was I was of the mindset that there was two directors of this movie. I think Jerrion's right. I think there mm-hmm. was three directors in this movie. Um, if it would have been one competent director, like I've watched Hard Boiled and The Killer, um, you know, John Woo could have made this movie great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead we got, who knows... A bunch of nobodies who didn't really know, but really liked John Woo movies and probably Eli Roth movies, and it just it just didn't work. Well, you you've seen VHS, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. the director of this, the writer, one writer, one director, same guy directed VHS Part Two, and also one of the Raid movies. So mm-hmm. this guy has like experience doing this kind of stuff. It's just hmm. something about this one seemed very disjointed. And I think it's because, like I told you guys off camera, this was written to be a trilogy. So I think what they're trying to do is think that they have so much plot because normally it's like, what's the fight scene we're going to do? you know? But where this one, it's like, we have so much plot for three movies that we have to do this while also making it very interesting. So I think that the fact that they have so much, because you have 
because you have like the six Lotus, you have the six uh, C members. You have all the pedals of the Lotus, and we met two of them apparently. You have mm-hmm. the triad, and who's the third person of a triad? Is there two more people in a triad? I have no. Is the Lotus or the C's part of a triad? Don't know. Yeah. So we had a triad here. Yeah, I don't think there's. I don't think a triad necessarily means three people. Well, the triads is pretty much the golden triangle from Indonesia, China, and Japan, I believe. So oh. those gangsters in between, those call themselves the triads. Yeah. Oh, so I thought so it was like just, three groups. Yeah, it's it's okay, gangs. Yeah, it's like three countries, three country gangs, mafia, like mafia yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like mafia. Mafia. Yeah, but it it's never right, it whatever. never works. <laughs> No, right. like, yeah. because they, they get, just like, end up killing each other all the time. Yeah, right, just right. like just like the mafia in you know the American mafia movies, they they can't work together. Right. Yeah. So that's sort of always one of the driving plots. But I've now, seen movies. I've seen so many movies where they do it well in one movie. Mm-hmm. This now, doesn't need to be a trilogy, and it doesn't. It it could have worked. Like it's, that's it's, the most frustrating part of this movie is that it could have worked. But it just yeah. didn't. It's left off that way though, because when he drives into there, he you don't see him die. You just you just hear him scream again, and then it's left off to be like a trilogy. So who knows? He might be a trilogy. It might not. But this is definitely a movie that if you're feeling extra stabby, to go see and watch on Netflix. But uh, yeah, like- I mean, it's it's on Netflix, and it's not. You know, uh, we've been saying how terrible this is but like if you're watching it just to watch something for fun like it's it's, not bad it's not it's not a bad thing to watch if you're not paying attention to it but when you're really paying attention to it and writing down all of these plot things and thinking about the plot Mm -hmm. then you get what we're talking about here but Mm -hmm. as far as far as a movie that you can just sit down and watch. Like I would sit down and watch this, you know, while I'm folding laundry. I don't have any problem with that. It Mm -hmm. it seems like that's exactly what this movie is, but it is trying to shoehorn in too much story to what it's doing. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree. All right, fellas. What do you say? We do some reels. We already have Dylan's. What was it? It was a five. We got five. We got Dylan's. Dylan did the fiver. All right, Michael Colby, let's see what you got. What do you got? How many reels? Uh, exactly the same. It's five. It I five. I got nothing because you know it could have been an eight if they would have done either of the things that they were doing right, mm-hmm. but they didn't. So it's inter- it's interesting to look at, but it's not a good movie. But it is a straight down the middle five. It's fun. Alrighty. So Alrighty. check out check out uh, Jack Billings presents me and my neighbor Michael. I love this terrible game, the pod skit, and a couple other things that I'm working on with some nobodies that we're gonna announce pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, true. All, All right, right, thank you, Michael. All right, Zach. All uh, right. How many reels, and what did you think? Yeah, so all in all, this movie uh, does not exist. Uh, I would put it on for people over that uh, like gore, but I would never watch this movie to find a plot or 
for any, I wouldn't suggest this movie. This movie does not exist. Uh, because it does not exist, I will give it exactly five reels out of ten. Uh, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't like this movie. I will most likely not remember this movie uh, as of tomorrow. So five reels. Uh, and yeah, uh, my name is Zach Wiseman. You can find me everywhere, anywhere some nobodies are. That's pretty much me. Uh, Twitching on stream, talking on stream, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, award-winning podcast, Silicon Angels. Please check it out. It's probably worth your time. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, that's me. It's hilarious. Bye. Watch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jerry and Blaze, what do you think? How many reels and what did you think of the movie? I'm giving it a good six, man. I would have gave it a seven, just too long. Uh, right up my alley, I like, love martial arts movies like this, so I I liked it, man. I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of liked the movie. Just the length was just kind of boring. I didn't really care about mm -hmm. the plot, the fight scenes. Uh, kept me awake, and, you know, so I like it, man. Uh, also, Jerry and Blaze, Cloud Chronicles Podcast, YouTube, the WeTube, iTunes, like, share, subscribe. Also, check out the Real Boys. Subscribe, uh, like, share, and subscribe to uh, our YouTube. Trying to get those subscribers up. All right, thank you, hey. sir. Always a pleasure. And of course, I am Dan Lovely, the host for tonight. And you can catch Oops Caught Me Smoking on all your all your podcast platforms and oopscaughtmesmoking.com where you can watch, listen, and shop all in the same spot. And if you don't want to do that, YouTube, Facebook, and IGTV.com. All in all, um. If you're having a bad day at work, uh, your boss is pissing you off. Uh, maybe a few coworkers. Um, if you're if you're not up to play a game of GTA, maybe throw on this flick. You know, watch a couple people die, get killed. It might put you in a better mood. Who knows? I all in all gave this a six. Gave this six reels. Um, the fight scenes were phenomenal, but like Johnny said, uh, it was just it was just too damn long. That's about it. But anyways, this Monday we have Parasite coming up. Uh, this is Zach Wiseman's number four, I do believe. So watch out for Parasite coming up on Monday. And thank you guys for tuning in to The Real Boys, the greatest movie review podcast on the face of the earth. And like I said, I'll fight you if you, do, if you don't agree with me. But I'm Dan Lovely. I love you guys. Check us out every Monday at 8 p.m. EST. You know the rest. Later. Peace.